Body club shaking dice with the strippers. Throw a six, throw a five, I'm a winner. Throw a two, throw a three, I'm a winner. That's for Johnny, that's for Barbie, turn me to a killer. If her booty fat, we eating cootie cat for dinner. What is up, everyone? Happy Friday. Happy Flannel Friday. Welcome to the Hip Hop Dream Podcast. I am your host, Ryan Fair, as always. It has been a long week, as I'm sure for most of you as well. Um, thank you guys for those of you who are listening outside of the U.S., out there in Africa and Europe and all that. That's really dope. Uh, tell your friends about it. Spread it. Keep it going. If you love hip hop as much as me, you'll love this podcast, as I say every episode. And I'm glad for those of you who are with me today, I'm glad that you're here because uh, we have a little bit to get into here. Vince Staples, my boy, bringing us in with So What, his newly recorded song that is out now. Um, I want to get into why uh, it's out and what its purpose is in a minute. Hope everyone is doing well. Um, I'm done with work personally at home. I'm excited to get back to school and get back to work as well there. Uh, but for now, for the next couple of days, I can just lounge out, play some PlayStation, play some Apex Legends, you know, kind of wind down a little bit before I have to uh, get back into the swing of things once again. So that that's, that's my life right now. Um, but there's a lot going on in the hip-hop landscape per usual. You know, it's weird because the first half of the year was kind of quiet uh, within the rap genre, which many people have expressed constantly throughout social media. And I've seen a lot of like memes of, of meme posts of people putting up videos from 2016 and being like, oh, remember the golden age when rap was kind of at its peak a few years ago. And yes, it has, while I agree, it has been a quiet year. It has been exciting for newer rappers to rise to prominence, notably a lot of the, the rappers from the XXL class, like Megan the Stallion and the Baby and Rico Nasty, who I've actually really enjoyed listening to of, as of late. I've got really gotten into Rico's music and um, discovered, uh, you know, some of her best strengths and all that. And her and Kenny are definitely an unbeatable tandem, it seems like, Kenny Beats, of course. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it's also kind of been an exciting time recently uh, of YouTube miniseries uh, within hip-hop. Uh, notably, there's been two that have been out that have really caught my eye. And I kind of want to promote them on this podcast today because I think it's an interesting medium for rappers to kind of outsource their work now. And, you know, YouTube's kind of been a thing for the past decade, obviously, with musicians uh, promoting their music through the, the medium. And we've seen it with Kid Cudi was one of the pioneers as, as, uh, um, as well, as well as soldier boy, uh, back in the day, back in the early stages of, of, of uh, my life. But we've kind of seen a renaissance of source of sorts with the medium. And we're kind of seeing the release of music kind of, uh, taking different forms and YouTube has been a perfect place for that. And, uh, recently I've noticed two really great YouTube mini YouTube series involving two of the best out there right now. 
the first of which was Kenny Beats, who I just uh, acknowledged a minute ago. Uh, he had a little series called The Cave, where essentially he brought in some of his favorite rappers that he's worked with in the past and made a beat for them on the spot and had them rap over it, freestyle over it, uh, etc. And it's not only just that, though. What's 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 intriguing about the, the series is it's almost like a mini, it's almost like a studio session between the rapper and Kenny Beats. So it's intriguing in that way because we get to see kind of the the typical day-to-day banter between the, the two and how that, uh, you know, e- how each rapper's personality is kind of exuded behind the scenes. So that's, that's kind of cool in a way. Uh, I especially enjoyed the Denzel Curry episode where Curry essentially shows a more playful side of himself where he's, um, you know, kind of going away from that uh, dark side of himself from, from Taboo from a couple years ago. That was pretty cool. He went and, and you know, what's great about it too, is every rapper kind of goes like really brings their all to these beats, uh, which kind of shows how much respect a lot of rappers today have for Kenny beats who used to be, who actually at first wanted to be an electronic producer and EDM, but quickly transitioned into rap. And you kind of see elements of electronic in his beats, like the Rico, as I just mentioned, the Rico nasty, uh, uh, collaboration. He did, he did a full tape, like a full collab tape with Rico called anger management that came out earlier this year, a short nine songs, 19 minutes. And, um, you kind of hear elements of electronic through those beats, industrial electronic in a way, um, almost kind of like the, the Vince Staples, big fish project, big fish theory project from a couple years back, uh, where, uh, Sophie produced most of that. Um, so, yeah, and actually Rico was was featured on one of the episodes as well, um, and she, she brings her ferocious energy as well within her freestyle. Um, I like the Lil Yachty one a lot as well. Lil Yachty <laughs> repeatedly throughout the whole episode is like, I'm not a rapper, I'm not a rapper. You know, I'm, I'm the... <laughs> which is kind of funny because, you know, it kind of shows Yachty's shy personality outside of like the you know, which is kind of hidden behind the bubbly personality he kind of portrays in the media. So that was kind of funny and charming in a way. Uh, he, he does spit a pretty underwhelming verse, I'd say, out of the whole bunch of rappers that come in. But nonetheless, it, it was entertaining to watch to watch him and Kenny. And actually 30 Rock, his which is Yachty's main producer, was also in there helping as well. That was also entertaining because Yachty was just like, like really, <laughs> it was so funny because like I said, you really get to see the the details that go into like making these songs. Like Yachty is like pushing up against Thirty Rock, trying to see what he's doing on his computer, and like telling him what to do. And Thirty Rock's like, "Yachty, get out of here! Like, don't get so close to me." And it's like so funny because it's like, and like then Thirty Rock exclaims that that's every studio session with the both of them. So it's just like hilarious to get a behind the scenes look of what's going on within within uh, rap production and. Um, yeah, it's it's a really excellent miniseries. It's unexpected. Um, I'm 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 happy that Kenny did this. Um, it, it puts his name out there as well. Like it's it's a genius promotional angle as well. Like just putting Kenny's name out there. Like because you know producers are a hot commodity right now. There's a lot of great ones out there. Uh, you know, and and he's definitely one of the more lesser known ones for sure. He doesn't have many singles on the Billboard. I think Foot Fungus with Ski Mask is his only like notable hit single 
Um, but he really does bring an interesting dimension to, to rap production, uh, notably with the electronic elements and, um, and, and industrial elements too. Like his beats really do go hard. So shout out to Kenny. I really enjoyed the, the series. He said Denzel Curry, the Denzel Curry one was supposedly the last one of the season. And I put that in quotations cause I don't know what Kenny means by that. Uh, I hope he's coming back with another season. That'd be really dope. Maybe extend, maybe extend the invite to other rappers outside of, of his usual collab uh, collaborators. That'd be pretty cool to see. Um, so hopefully something more comes out of this because I really enjoy watching the the series. I believe Freddie Gibbs was also featured on it. Maxo Cream was on it. That was pretty cool. Maxo has a nice light personality that I wouldn't expect based on his recent music that he just put out uh, over the past couple months with Brandon Bakes. So that was kind of cool. But yeah, the show is really just, you know, it, it's equal parts nice to see these people's real personality on screen, but it's also nice to hear them rap and kind of do things in a very um, on the spot manner. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it really, it really showcases their talents in an efficient setting. So yeah, I really enjoyed that series, but the real series I want to get at uh, today. And this is also another great promotional, um, I guess, this is also a great promotional idea from Vince Staples. Uh, Vince Staples just announced the beginning of this week that he has come out with the Vince Staples show, his, his new YouTube series that, uh, where the first episode actually just got released Thursday. Um, I did not know what to expect going into it. Uh, on his, on his, for those of you who don't know on his social media from earlier this week, he posted a very discreet video of him telling kids to go sell candy <laughs> in front of a store, which has got to be the most Vince Staples thing ever. Um, but he tells them to go sell candy. And then, and then it just kind of flashes to the, to the headline, the Vince Staples show. And then it, it, it's, and then at the bottom, it has the Motown records, uh, copyright thing, which, uh, signifies his official, you know, collaboration with Motown records. He officially assigned with, with, with the company. And, um, this is his first artistic endeavor with them, I believe, unless otherwise someone tells me otherwise. Um, and I initially did not know what to expect because Vince Staples is great at being unpredictable. And I just wrote, I actually just wrote about this in my article for the young folks, uh, which go check that out, by the way, it should be out later today. Um, I, from, I, I, I wrote about it for my hip hop bi-weekly roundup, um, which, and I just, you know, talked about kind of what he's done over the past couple of years and how he's kind of gained this unpredictable persona and how he's developed it and kind of embraced it in a way. Um, you know, we know Vince is a guy who has really been provocative in the media, but with a really big purpose underneath it all uh like last for example last year releasing the get off get the fuck off my dick song uh which was accompanied by a gofundme page which basically the whole the whole purpose of that was to try to raise two million dollars in cash to pay for his retirement from music um and the whole reason behind why vince wanted to do that was because he was kind of sick of people telling him to to do to do other things and to tell him to not be himself. Um, I, I'm guessing that this was this was based off of 
his reception for Big Fish Theory, which kind of confuses me because Big Fish Theory was so widely critically acclaimed and commercially as well. Like it reached 16th on the Billboard Hot 200 charts. So like it was really well like received by everyone. And it kind of shocked me to see Vince so combative in his statements following that that album. Um, but But what's so genius about it and what I'm trying to get at here is in the scheme of things, the whole song and the whole GoFundMe page thing was a ploy to kind of promote his FM album, which came out after the 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 get off get the fuck off my dick song. So, in in retrospect, it was a promotional single, basically, even though it wasn't on the FM album. And um, although FM didn't, FM was again well received by critics and fans. I think it reached thirty seventh on the Billboard this time around. Um, I think. The reason why Vince did this was because I think that he's trying to get to gain a more wide fan base than what he already has, because I've always said that Vince kind of lives in a middle ground of uh, the middle ground of hip hop, where he's not big enough to be considered like mainstream, like a Kendrick Lamar or a J. Cole or a Drake, but he's also not underground. Like you wouldn't consider him underground because he has sold records. He has been on the billboards. Um, So he kind of lies in that middle ground and I could see kind of where he's coming from here. I think it's a great idea to promote. It's a unique way to promote for sure. And it's, he's doing it in his own dry humor, you know, his, his own way, which is definitely admirable, uh, especially where promotion is kind of become stale recently where it's just people, you know, like it's not the typical type of, of, of marketing you would expect within the genre. So it was really cool to see that. Um, I really enjoyed both albums, Big Fish Theory and FM personally. Um, but yeah, and now that he's on this Motown Records, he's kind of continuing that string of unpredictable uh, decision making. And this is another example of that with the Vince Staple show. And initially, I didn't know what to expect. I My initial prediction was an album's going to come out probably with this, you know. But of course, my dumbass self trying to trying to predict what Vince is doing next ended up being slightly wrong. As uh, the 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 it just the what happened was Vince just came out with one episode accompanied with a song of the same title. The episode title is called "So What," and basically the episode is only four minutes and it follows Vince. Um, basically, the whole premise of it is is Vince gets a phone call from one of his friends asking if he could perform for. Um. Uh, what's her name? Sorry, I just gotta pull up her name. I don't know why I keep forgetting. It was one of uh Barack's Barack's uh kids. Her twenty first birthday. Oh, Malia, Malia Obama's twenty first birthday. I don't know if this is actually true. It may or may not be, but the his his friend called him, asked if he could do it, and Vince, after a little bit, was like, "Yeah, I just gotta get a haircut and everything." Um, so Vince finds this haircut place in Pasadena. And, you know, ever the introvert, he's wearing headphones, he sits in the chair and what's playing on the headphones, what sounds like the new song, which it ended up being the, the so what song, which was released with the video. And uh, a kid comes over, pulls out his headphones and provokes a basically a needless fight. Um, the fight turns into a brawl and Vince is the whole basically the rest of the episode entails Vince using karate moves to fight off combatants that are coming his way he throws one person out the window it was it was actually really entertaining to watch but also like darkly funny and darkly 
disturbing in a way because following watching after watching that video i did some more research on it and i found that the whole purpose of the video and the song was to promote anti-bullying and you know suicide prevention and all that which is a really great sentiment to have and when i looked at it through that perspective i was like well now it all makes sense <laughs> you know because this is vince being vince right here he's using dark humor to to spread a positive message which is something we've kind of grown accustomed to uh like fm he kind of spreads a message of of avoiding the gang life while kind of showing through through witty bars like how the street life was for him like we gonna party till the sun and the guns come out is a line that always jumps out to me when i when i talk about and and think about that album so i thought that was very interesting uh, it's very intriguing. I think that's a great word to describe it because I really don't know what Vince will do next with this. I'm not going to try to guess because I've already done that and I failed miserably at guessing. So I'm not going to try to guess at what he's doing with this with this with this show. Um, I'm curious to see if there's a bigger picture with with it. I'm curious to see if if more themes are going to be explored like this. Um, I'm curious to see how many more songs are going to come out of this uh, because it, it's funny because. I thought I was going to be right about my prediction about music coming out with it until Vince tweeted a couple days before the, the episode released saying, this is not a new album. New music will not be released, but that music was released. It did end up being released. So, you know, it's just, it, Vince is always simultaneously trolling, but also promoting and geniusly thinking about the, uh, thinking about the future. And I think that's what Vince's strength is as an artist is he always has his eyes on the, on the future. And that's what it seems to be the case here. Um, the song itself is okay. It's nothing like that extraordinary from Vince. I really do love the alien-like synth program in the background. I thought that was really fresh. Um, the 808 drums are, you know, your typical contemporary trap drums, something you expect from any banger. Um, I, th I don't think the song, to me, the song doesn't really pick up momentum until the final to the final verse where he, he, I think he writes some of his more mature lines to date. Uh, he says one of the more harrowing lines is when he says, this is for my fans who are suicidal. Why kill yourself when you can kill a rival? Um, I thought that was really a really sharp bar. Uh, I really like the catchiness of the chorus. Um, and you know, I think like Vince is really being genuine in the song. Uh, he really does judge, you know, jokes aside, he really does care about his fans. I know in the media, he's always like, He's always like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to, to promote this for all 15 of my fans. And he loves joking around, and that's just who he is. But I think there's definitely a serious sentiment to go with a lot of this joking. And I think this is an example of that with, with uh, the So What episode. And I'm curious to see when the next episode will be released. I'm assuming next week. I'm, I'm, I, I'm excited to see what that entails. Um, I hope you guys are as well. And, you know, if you haven't listened to Vince's music in the past, I recommend you do uh there's there's a lot of interesting aspects to it whether it be the production or his songwriting style and each album is kind of different whether he's talking about summertime 06 big fish theory fm they're all very different in their own way uh like fm plays out like a radio station from in long beach which is his home town which is really cool uh where big boy kind of the the radio broadcaster kind of narrates the whole thing that was really interesting so he's always he's always trying to evolve and make himself better. And I think this is just another example of that. 
And YouTube's a great, as I just said, is a great medium to showcase that. So shout out to Vince. I'm excited to see what's in store for this. I'm excited to see the bigger picture with all this. Uh, see if there's like a mixtape that comes out of it. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, but for now, um, I think there's definitely more questions than answers, and I'm excited to see if those answers come to fruition. Um, I, I will say this: as you know, sure, a lot of the themes he explores in in the episode and in the song are very familiar. There, there's nothing really original about it. Um, <clears throat> but I do like the humor aspect of it. I like how he makes it into his own thing. And to be honest, like it's really a step, it's really a step above the corniness and shallowness of Logic's 1-800 suicide song from a couple years back. Because um, Logic, you know, when he did that, he kind of stepped outside of the box and just kind of made a bland pop song. Uh, Vince is kind of sticking within his confines and making this, you know, this topic of suicide prevention and bullying his own, uh, regardless of how simplistic the themes are kind of are are kind of explored in, in the song um but nonetheless uh, another impressive showing by vince and you know i'm sure he's got more tricks up his sleeve so curious to see how that plays out um i want to end the podcast this is a kind of a short podcast i just want to talk about that because i thought that was one of the more interesting things to come out of uh this week I want to end the podcast with a couple other news. Uh, Clipping, the 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 industrial rap trio, uh, consisting of David Diggs and Jonathan Snipes and William Hudson, are releasing a new album coming up called "Their Existent Addiction to Blood." They released a new single to accompany with it called "Nothing Is Safe." It's out on Bandcamp and YouTube. It's really, it's a really great song. A nice darkly woven piano riff. Uh, Diggs, they, they sound more politically charged than ever for sure. And I think Diggs has really expressed that through a lot of his, uh, his art recently, specifically in his role, uh, in blind spotting the indie movie that came out last year. Great movie, by the way, go check it out. If you haven't, uh, he plays a character in that movie who is sick of being perceived in a narrow minded manner. And that definitely kind of shows in this song, this new song here. Uh, and, and, and the bleak mindset he has on current society, which many do have and for rightful reasons. So shout out to Clipping. I'm excited to see what they have to offer. Uh, Brock Hampton released a new album today uh, titled Ginger, as well as Rhapsody, Rhapsody also released an album today. Uh, so I'm excited for that as well. Um, I won't review those until Monday because I want to, much like the Young Thug album from last week, I want to dissect it dissect both of them, um, look into them more and, and then gather my thoughts so I can have a thoughtful review. Uh, Rhapsody's album is titled Eve. It features J. Cole, Queen Latifah, a couple other big names. So that's interesting as well. And, uh, yeah. And Taylor Swift also came out with a new album, Lover. And I actually really enjoyed that album as well. I gave that a listen last night. Maybe I'll talk that, about that more on Monday, even though it's not hip hop. But I, you know, I, I'll give it. A, I'll give her, you know, a lot of credit. She she really matured a lot on this album. So maybe I'll, I'll mention her as well on Monday. But for now, I hope you guys enjoy the weekend. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you want to check out this and my other podcasts, they're on Apple Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Uh, so check those out. I think it's on every other podcast website too out there. I'm not even familiar with everything, but I'm sure it's out there. Um, so. 
yeah, give give this a listen. Give others a listen. Tell your friends. Tell your family that if they love hip hop, to to come give this a listen. If you guys have any ideas, for those of you who have listened, if you have any ideas for me that I can talk about, I will. You know, I'm always open for other discussion. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week, weekend, and we'll see you Monday. Thank you.